I'm just talking, babbling. This is what you came here for, isn't it? Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of So I Got My BFA. Dot, dot, dot. My name is Kelsey, and this is a podcast where I talk about all of the things I feel qualified to talk about because I recently graduated with my BFA in musical theater. If you guys are returning listeners, thank you so, so much for coming back and clicking on another episode. If you're new, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. You guys know you can find this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you guys could please leave me a rating and a review and let me know how you're liking these episodes, that really helps me out, and I would love to hear from you. All right, now that we got all of that out of the way, welcome back, guys! This is a very special episode because it's the holidays. This is coming out on Black Friday. Thanksgiving was yesterday, and uh, we are moving on towards the Christmas holidays. I'm so excited. But because this is coming out on Black Friday and we are in the midst of the holiday season, I've decided to do something a little bit different for this podcast. Um, I'm not going to do my normal review a musical, play a game, talk about my weekly obsessions because I feel like I wanted to do something special and maybe just keep this this specific episode short and sweet and uh, maybe just give you something to listen to while you're waiting in the very long lines of Black Friday. Although I don't really know how that's working this year. Are people actually going Black Friday shopping in the midst of a pandemic? First of all, I feel like there has to be a capacity level for each stores so what they're letting in like 10 people at a time that's gonna take so long oh my gosh it's a mess I can't even imagine I will be doing all of my Black Friday shopping online so definitely looking forward to Cyber Monday um (laughs) and getting my Christmas shopping done without having to leave the comfort of my apartment which I feel like is really the way to do it especially in 2020 you guys you guys feel me Okay, so because today is Black Friday and yesterday was Thanksgiving, I thought that I would put together something really special for you guys and tell you guys what I'm thankful for and maybe share an experience, not maybe, I'm definitely going to, share an experience um, in theater specifically that I am really, really thankful for and that has just impacted my life in the best way possible. But before we get into that, sappy story. Today is Black Friday and I've been wanting to do this in an episode for a while but I never really like felt the right moment to do it because I tell you guys my weekly obsessions every week but I wanted to do one episode that was devoted to things that I recommend you get if you are pursuing any field of the performing arts. These especially musical theater these items are really important and especially a couple of them are very important now that Everything is really being done at home and self-tapes are are becoming a much more necessary thing. I thought that because today is Black Friday, it was the perfect opportunity to tell you guys the perfect musical theater, student, lover, whatever you claim to be, parent. If you're a parent of a musical theater student, this could give you ideas. But the perfect musical theater Christmas list. And to start off with, we have the infamous character shoes. Character shoes are so important, especially if you're going to pursue musical theater. You want a good pair of character shoes, and you're going to use them every single day in college, whether it be in dance, whether you're rehearsing a scene, whether you just need a pair of heels to wear because you forgot some for your vocal performance class. They are a staple in a musical theater program, and I personally 
am a fan of the Leducas, which is the probably the most known character shoe out there, or not most known, but most used, especially professionally. They are great quality. They are a little bit pricey, but that's why it's a great thing to ask for for Christmas, and it makes a great Christmas gift. Um, so parents, if you're listening and you have a child in musical theater, um, maybe look into doing that. I don't know how successful it will be to order them online. You might have to call in the store and like ask about their sizings if you're not going to actually size it to your foot. Regardless, still a great Christmas gift and something that's very necessary in a musical theater BFA program. Um, other brands, if you are like in, if you're in high school and you're thinking, oh, well, I don't want to invest in Leducas right now because I'm not even sure where I'm going, but it wouldn't be nice to have character shoes for my school play so that I don't have to, you know, wear my jazz shoes or <laughs> wear, you know, like there's some theater programs have lower budget, so you have to kind of find whatever you want or whatever you have. Capizio makes a great character shoe, and you can just like really look at like what whatever size heel you want. Um, they go from one inch to three inch. If you're starting out, I recommend a two or a two and a half inch. But if you're more advanced, and especially if you're in college looking for a dance shoe, I recommend a three inch or a two and a half inch, depending on how well you feel you can move in that size of a heel. But that is the first item on my musical theater Christmas list. The next is actually, I got this about two years ago, and it has just been a staple. I use it in my apartment all the time. Um, I used it a lot in college because you have, we have to rehearse in our apartments, or if you're in a dorm, you have to, you, you know, they don't always have the avail availability to go to a practice room, especially now in a pandemic. But this is called a belt box, and it's basically this foam shield that covers your... Uh, nose in your mouth and you just put it over there and you can warm up into it you can sing into it you can belt as loud as your heart's desire and it will muffle the sound so that if you're you know screlting an e it will be very muffled and it will not annoy your next door neighbors which is something that we love to do it's something that we as musical theater kids love not to do because none of us like to get that knock on our door in the middle of us belting defying gravity in our rooms at night. So check that out. It's called a belt box. It's great. My next item is literally my favorite possession. I use it every single day. It's called a My Pyramus steamer. And I suggest if you're a singer, um, or even if you're just an actor, invest in a steamer. Whether you want to invest in something fancy like a My Pyramus, or even just like a Vix inhaler. I actually have both. I use the Vix inhaler when I'm sick because it gets really hot and I really love to burn my vocal cords when I'm sick because it just feels really nice. But for an everyday use, I use my, my Pyramist. So it really, really helps to clear out your sinuses and just make your throat feel really smooth. It releases mucus and stuff. And what I love about the My Pyramist is that it produces a mist and not a steam, which I find to be a lot more effective than the steamer. I just prefer to use the Vicks steamer when I'm sick because I I like the feeling of the heat on my throat when I'm feeling very um congested or something like that. But for everyday use, I use my Pyramus. Again, it's a little bit pricey, but which makes it a great Christmas gift. 
um, and something that you want to ask your parents for and not necessarily spend your own no job unemployed college money on. Or maybe you have a job, you know, what, whatever, whatever you do, that's cool. But I highly, highly recommend a MyPyramus. I, I have the, the one with the cord in it, but I feel like, th I think there is a new model that's cordless, which I actually want to look into getting because um, that's really helpful <laughs> to not have to plug it in every time. Um, but it's super easy, it cleans itself. It's great, highly, highly recommend. Moving on to more of like a, a dancery vibe if you're a dancer, or you know, really everyone in theater or musical theater could use this. Um, I recommend asking for athletic wear. That can be any kind. It literally doesn't matter. Nike, whatever. Like, I prefer Lululemon because I love the way that it feels when I'm working out or when I'm dancing. And I, I don't know, I just love that brand. However, there are other brands that are just as good that aren't as expensive. I trust me, I went through a lot of college without Lululemon. I just recently started um, investing in Lululemon because honestly, I just think that it makes me feel good and that's why. But I mean, Athleta, you can check out Fabletics is super cheap. Really just like any type of athletic wear, just make sure you have it. A nice pair of leggings makes for a great dance class. That's all I have to say. And then on the topic of that, I also recommend a yoga mat. Whether you actually want to do yoga or not is totally up to you, but I think something that's really important, whether you're a dancer or whether you're just, you know, warming up for a class is to stretch every day because it really just gets your body ready for the day and I feel like it opens you up and really it warms you up not only to be active, I feel like it, it just gets your entire body ready for the day. So I recommend a yoga mat. It's great if you don't have one. I went through like one year of college without having one and I was like, I need a yoga mat. It was like vital. And maybe it was because I was trying to do things on like my hard cement floor of my dorm room. I love my yoga mat. Um, I, I do everything on it. I work out on it. I stretch on it. I sit on it when I'm sad. <laughs> um, I love my yoga mat. So highly, highly recommend that. I guess staying in the realm of dancery things, um, ask, maybe ask your parents or parents, get your kids some dance classes, especially right now while they're Steps and BDC, which are the two big dance studios that offer classes in New York City. They're all online right now. I could be wrong, but I think it's $12 per class and usually in an in-person class it's 20 So first of all, already a bargain. It's all online, so you can do it anywhere in the country, which is amazing. This is coming out of the pandemic is something that is phenomenal that this experience is offered all around the world now because it's all online. So maybe look into buying your kid or uh, asking your parents for a set of dance classes. That would be something to be productive during the pandemic as well. And also, you know, stay in shape and keep up the work with your dance class. And now I'm going to move on to, let's call these gifts the pandemic starter kit for a musical theater actor. Um, these are things that I wouldn't necessarily have said that you needed pre-pandemic, but now since everything's over Zoom and you're sending in a lot of self-tapes and everything's kind of online right now, I definitely, definitely think that some of these things are really important to have right now. And the first one is a ring light. That light I'm telling you, will change your life. I never had a ring light, and I was like always concerned about lighting to an extent, but I'm telling you, the first time I ever looked at myself with a ring light on, I literally, like my head exploded. 
Um, my ego lifted about 20 times that day. It just like, it just made everything look so much fresher and you know, you look rejuvenated. And it's just, I think it's really important, especially if you're sending in self tapes, you wanna make sure that you're seen in the best light, metaphorically and uh, literally. So yeah, I think, and I don't really know, I, I think that you could probably buy a cheaper ring light. And, or if you, if you wanna be, if you want a bougier one, spend money on one but a ring light's a ring light in my opinion and especially for just like self-taping purposes I feel like you can get away with not buying that expensive of, of one but if you're asking for it for Christmas maybe you could get away with getting a more expensive one I don't know um, but definitely definitely think a ring light is something to invest in my next thing is a microphone which I need to get because yes, I am still recording on my headphone microphone because the microphone I was originally recording with is still in Texas with my brother because he is the owner and I have yet to invest in one. But a microphone is super important if you want to start a podcast, first of all, but also just to be able to I mean, I'm sure like, I feel like I just have this feeling that when theater opens back up, Zoom auditions are going to be a thing or some type of online audition is going to be the big happening thing before we start going back to overcrowded 4am lines at Pearl Studios. I just have a feeling that's the route we're going in. So I think it's really important that if you're going to audition for something online, you want to have the best sound quality as possible because you don't want anything else getting in your way. You're already like on a screen and not in person. So might as well have something that's going to make you sound the best that you can be. I would say that probably the Blue Yeti mic is probably the best one. But again, look in, all you have to do is like look into these things, read the reviews, see what people are saying about it. Um, and make a decision based on that because I know that like some of these things are really expensive. Um, but I would say that the Blue Yeti microphone is highly, highly recommended. And and also if you're if you know if you're taking voice lessons over Skype or you know if you're going to college and you have to perform, I, I just think it's important to have the best sound quality as possible. Finally, and I would say probably my most bougiest <laughs> item on this Christmas list is an iPad. And let me tell you, kids. I went four years of college without one, and now thinking about it, if I had an iPad to store all of my sheet music on, it would have made my life so much simpler. Yes, you still have to carry around, you know, the big black binders with your sheet music, but when I tell you that I brought like four black binders to my voice lesson because I had different music in different things and I had to give her one and then I had like my specific book and then I had like the music that I was just working on with her and then I had another book full of things that I maybe wanted to try. It was ridiculous, like the backache I had, but it would have been made my life so much easier if I had an iPad. I would have saved so many trees um, if I had an iPad to carry all of my sheet music. And also there's like, I feel like there's other uses for an iPad as well. But that in particular, that would be the bougiest item on my musical theater Christmas list. That wraps up the item section of my musical theater Christmas list. And now I want to give you a couple of book recommendations that I personally feel like as a musical theater performer and as a, a, just an actor in general, these books were really influential. A couple of them I have talked about in my past podcast. 
Um, so if you want to go give those a listen and you'll get like a full rundown. I'm going to do a mini, mini rundown for these purposes. I definitely highly recommend these books, especially if you're a fan of Gilmore Girls and Lauren Graham, because I definitely put all three of her books on this list. But anyway, um, so the first one is called In Conclusion, Don't Worry About It. And it's by Lauren Graham. And it's basically a book. It was a, a warped version of a graduation speech that she gave at a high school. And the whole book is basically about if you're not where you want to be at this moment in your life, don't stress too much about it because you never know what's coming around the corner. This is a really good book for if you're graduating this year or if you're, you know, starting a new chapter of your life. If you're not where you're at right now, like you never know what's around the corner. And it's just a really influential book. It's so tiny. Like it's kind of like a, a picture book as far as like the word countage per page. And it's so small and it's just it's a really good graduation gift. So if you had if you have a graduate parents, if I have any parents listening to this, it's a super, super good graduation book gift. Um, and I highly recommend anyone pursuing musical theater or theater or really, you know, anything. But I highly recommend. The next one, also by Lauren Graham, is Someday, Someday, Maybe. It is a fiction novel about an actress trying to make it in her first years of living in New York City. She's given herself a time limit of three years, and we see her where she's at, I believe, at two and a half years. And her journey of like, if I don't meet my deadline, then I'm I'm leaving. I'm. It's a really cool book for artists to read. I feel like, I, and I talk about this, I feel like this might be week one or two weekly obsessions that I talk about it. So check those two episodes out if you want to hear more about it. But it's just really, I think it's a really cool um, thing to see a fiction novel about, for me at least, the life that I want to live because you don't really see that too often, especially about an artist trying to pursue a career in theater. So highly recommend. And then if you're a Gilmore Girls fan and you love Lauren Graham as much as I do, also check out Talking As Fast As I Can, which is uh, the third book she wrote. I believe it's more of like a memoir, book of essays type of thing. And she talks about uh, filming Gilmore Girls A Year in Life. So check that out as well. Doesn't necessarily need to make it onto the my ultimate Christmas list for musical theater performers, but um, you know, I have to throw it in because I got to give her a shout out because I am obsessed with her. Anyway, and then my last book I actually reviewed on this podcast as well. I don't quite remember what episode. I want to say maybe episode three or four. So check both of them out to find out which one is the actual answer. But it's called The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And this is also a really good book to give, I would say, a, a graduate. And it's all about just saying yes to opportunity that you're too scared to do it, basically. And it's a great book by Shonda Rhimes, uh, who created Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and Scandal, and a lot of other things, I'm sure. But check that book out. And then my last thing on my books is read as many plays as you can. Do your research. Ask for plays for Christmas, because the more plays you read, the more educated you're going to be in this field. Um, you're going to know how different playwrights that like form language. It's just so important. It's so important to read as many plays as possible because then you find your favorite playwrights and you find stories you relate to and then you find good monologues that you can use from that. And it's just reading plays is so important, especially if you want to pursue this as a career. So ask for plays for Christmas. And that concludes my book portion and now 
I know. Last last one. It's my stocking stuffers. These are things you can just throw in a stocking. They're super cheap, but really important. So I have three that are kind of categorized together, which I, I will call the um, vocal health section of the stocking stuffers. And it's emergency. You can never have too much emergency. That stuff is miracle worker. Like, I'm telling you, if you're feeling at all icky the night before, like, chug a bottle of water with emergency in it. You will feel so much better. Throat coat tea, actually something that I did not ever venture into trying until this past year, but it works literal wonders. Um, I was feeling sick before an audition this summer, actually, and I drank throat coat, and my throat never felt better. Like, it's crazy. So throw some of that in there. And then my more niche one, these are called Grether's Pastilles, and they're little lozenges, and they taste so good. They literally taste like candy, and I'm telling you, also, miracle workers. Like, they will, they moisten your throat. Um, if you're feeling dry at all, if you're feeling itchy, they they don't have any um, menthol in them, so you're not going to get that, like, tingly sensation, but it just makes your throat feel so good and coated and moist and I'm telling you, like, and they they literally taste like candy. My favorite are the blueberry and the black currant. They also have a red currant. I've never tried it, but I'm sure that I would love it just as much. But those are my three vocal health things. Just throw in a, a stocking stuffer. Great for any singer, vocal theater, lover, whatever. And then also stocking stuffer. Parents, get your kids some plastic sheet covers because we never have enough. I'm telling you, I bought, like, a 200-pack of them and I still somehow ended up running out. So throw in those plastic sheet covers, non-glare, your kids will need them and um, kids, you need them, trust me. That wraps up my entire musical theater Christmas list, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope that was helpful. If you're listening to this in the middle of a Black Friday line, maybe that give you some ideas and maybe you'll walk into the store and find some of those things and be like, I'm so glad I listened to that episode of So I Got My BFA Today because now I'm going to get this for my kid or now I'm going to ask my parent for this. I'm, I'm talking as if like I have like a bunch of parents listening to this podcast. I really don't even know the demographic. I'm pretty sure it's just my friends I graduated with. But if you're not, and I don't know who you are, hi, thank you for listening. (laughs) So now that I've gotten that out of the way, I wanted to share, because yesterday was Thanksgiving, I wanted to share a moment in my theatrical career that I am super thankful for and that really changed the path uh, I was going in theater. Let's get into it. So when I was eight... I knew that I was going to do theater for the rest of my life. I fell in love with it at a very, very early age. My first production ever. I I literally took my bow and I said, I, I, I tell this story all the time, but I looked up at my mom and I said, in a very determined eight-year-old way, I said, "I'm this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, this is, this is actually it. And she was like, oh, okay. And then from there on, started putting me in more camps. I auditioned for more shows, fell more and more in love with it on a great, great path to loving theater and looking forward to a career in it one day. When I got to high school, a lot of things happened. <laughs> I don't want to get too deep in it to it because this is a nice this is a very nice episode, but my sophomore year of high school there was a circumstance that I had with a theater director and it was not a good experience. I was 
belittled and talked down to. And it was just a really bad situation. And I, I mean, I look back on it, it super inappropriate for it to have happened to a sophomore in high school who really just loves theater and wants, you know, wants to pursue this and just felt like crushing and like I wasn't good enough and I wasn't worth it. And like, I would never go anywhere in this business. And that's kind of what it made me feel like. And it really made me fall out of love with theater. Like it really did. Like I despised theater and I had the opportunity to audition for a show at um, my local community theater, which I basically grew up at. And I almost didn't audition because I thought that I wanted to take a break from theater that year. I was very into the the volleyball thing and the the sports and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to do theater this year. I just want to want to be because like I it, it was too painful, honestly. But I pulled up my big girl pants and I decided to audition for the show. And it was Fiddler on the Roof. And I also like was skeptical about the show because I had never seen it before. I'd never really heard anything about it. And I watched the movie and I was like, oh, it's okay skeptical about auditioning for the show in general because I wasn't sure if I was going to have a good time and this was also so this was a community theater that was also a children's theater so every um this was the first production that I was auditioning with the adults because I had never been available to participate in the fall shows that's irregardless to the story but so I audition and I get cast as Hava and I'm telling you it changed my it changed my life, honestly. It made me fall back in love with theater. And it really didn't have anything to do with the show itself and or the role, but it had to do with the atmosphere and the environment that was made up by the cast and the crew of this production. It was so loving. It was literally, I mean, like, I have never been a part of a cast that was more of a family than that cast was. We still talk, we all still talk to this day. Everyone was each other's biggest supporters. And I played Hava, who was like, you know, the the one that really everyone cared for in the show. And, you know, she went through this big, like, breaking away from the family, but like, still like, and, and still to this day, the people in that cast will like, address me as Little Bird. And it was, it was just like, a phenomenal experience. I met some of my best friends doing that show. And I have acquaintances that I talk to all the time and we still bring it up. And actually when the pandemic first started, I thought of the idea of getting a reunion together. And this was I believe five or six years after the fact. Um, and we all, like people showed up to it and it was so, it was just so great. And that show, if I had not done that show, I'm not sure that I would have pursued musical theater because I really, I'm telling you, I really fell out of love with it because it just felt like I loved something so much that didn't love me back because of that one person that belittled me and degraded me in high school. And I'm just so, so I'm sharing this because it yesterday was Thanksgiving and I just want to share something that I'm so thankful for um, that affected my life in theater. Um, I'm so, so thankful that I was able to be a part of the show. I'm so thankful for every single person in that cast and in that crew and that just made that production such a phenomenal environment to be in. And it really, it really set the standard for how I felt theater should be in the future. Honestly, things have not disappointed. Like I, I have felt that family atmosphere with other cast and it, it was just a, 
it was a really telling moment that I'm not going to let one director tell me that I'm not good enough for this business and tell me that um, I'll never make it and uh, make me fall out of love with it. So that, that I just wanted to share that story because I felt like it's a really heartwarming story and it's really special to me. And if you're struggling and there's one person telling you that you're not good enough or degrading your character or any any type of thing like that, whether it be with theater or whether it not be, remember that, and, and this is, I'm going to go back to, in conclusion, don't worry about it. Like, that is one moment in time. You never know what's going to come around the next corner and you never know what good can come out of that bad situation. So that is me sharing my thanks and being very thankful for a moment in theater that truly, truly impacted my life and who I became as a person in the realm of musical theater. Now that we've gotten that sappy story out of the way, (laughs) guys, I feel like we're getting to know each other this week because I'm not really focused on telling you my opinions about a show, but we're really having a good conversation. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope that um, you guys have stayed on to listen to this episode because I I feel like this is a really special episode. And um, even though I'm not doing a full review of a musical, it's it's been a a nice change of pace, if I do say so myself. With that being said, because the holidays are coming up and because we are going to be spending much more time with our families, I wanted to let you guys know which musicals are out there for you to be able to stream on Netflix or on Disney Plus or on any other device that you so please. Because I think it's so important if you love theater to get your family invested in theater as well. Because I'm telling you, I grew up in a family driven by athletics. My dad did a little bit of theater, I think. Um, But I was really the first um, person in my household to really be invested and fall in love with theater and want to be around it 24-7. I'm telling you, when you convince your family to love theater as much as you do, it is just something that is so special. It's something you can do as a family. Even my brother, who is very, um, he's really into like uh, government issues and debate and stuff like that. And musicals and theater really aren't his forte or his thing per se but like he's still like he will ask me for recommendations because uh to like songs albums to listen to because he is invested and he loves to love what I love and I just first of all I have the most supportive family ever and so I'm very thankful for that as well and um I know you all of you guys are listening to this and I just wanted to tell you that I'm very thankful that for all the support you've shown me throughout the years and I'm very thankful that you have invested so much time into loving theater as much as I do because I know that really special to me and I'm glad that you guys have made it special to you as well. But anyway, back to, again, sappy, Um, back to what we were, what I was getting at. So musicals that you can stream on Netflix with your family during the holidays. Shrek. I don't know why it's at the top of my list, but it's there. I love me some Sutton Foster. You guys already know. Go check out Shrek. It's the film stage version, so it's not like a movie. Next, we have Phantom of the Opera. I That's the movie version, I believe. And then West Side Story, also the movie version. Lame Is, the movie version. Fiddler on the Roof, movie. These are like the, like the movie musical versions, people. But like Shrek was like actually like they filmed it. It's the Broadway version that was filmed. Anyway, Jersey Boys and of course, Sweeney Todd. Maybe I wouldn't recommend that watching that during the Christmas holidays, but if you're one to love Halloween during Christmas, then be my guest. Check it out. 
And on Disney Plus, you can stream Hamilton, Newsies, and Hello Dolly with Miss Barbara Streisand herself. So go check those musicals out. Sit down with your family if you love musical theater. Sit down and watch a musical together. It's so heartwarming and it's just such a great time. Um, and all of those, every single one of those musicals are phenomenal. I know I give a lot of, of flack to uh, Phantom of the Opera because I'm not the biggest fan. But again, it's a great musical to sit down and watch with your family over the holidays and just spend some quality time with your family. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, guys, you know I'm not about to do a podcast and not play a game. It's going to be a short game. I, t I said I was going to keep this podcast short and sweet, but I have a feeling that it's actually running longer than I anticipated. But um, we're going to play a game. This is a Thanksgiving this or that. It's really short. It's all about the food. So here we go. Turkey or ham? Definitely turkey on Thanksgiving, guys. Ham on Christmas, and if you celebrate Easter, ham on Easter. But if you are you are not doing Thanksgiving right, if you're eating ham and not turkey on Thanksgiving. So, definitely turkey. Stuffing or dressing? Neither for me. In the trash, thank you. But what do you call it? I feel like um, where I'm from, I'm from Texas originally, we call it stuffing. But a lot of people call it dressing, but it's like the same thing, right? Like there's not actually a difference, correct? Just checking. I don't like either. Um, in the trash for me. Brown gravy or white gravy? Definitely brown gravy. The white gra I know like a lot of people don't know what white gravy is. It's definitely a southern thing. But specifically for Thanksgiving, like come on, it's gotta be it's gotta be the brown gravy. It's so much better than the white gravy too. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Uh, sweet potato casserole or green bean casserole? Definitely 100% my favorite side when it comes to Thanksgiving is sweet potato casserole. Throw the green bean casserole in the trash. I will not eat it. I refuse. Give me that sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato filled with cinnamon and butter and brown sugar and topped with toasted marshmallows? Are you freaking kidding me? It is the best dish and we're actually, I actually just made it for the first time. Um, my roommate and I are doing a little tiny Thanksgiving together and I just made it for the first time today and I can't wait to see how it turns out tomorrow. I'm super excited. And then finally to wrap up our Thanksgiving this or that, we have the dessert. I have selected pumpkin pie or pecan pie. And here's the thing, I was always, always, always a pumpkin pie gal. I loved pumpkin pie. I always looked forward to it. And I never really was a nut fan. So I would always like toss the pecan pie to the side. However, as of lately, I've been really liking and craving pecan pie. But I'm not going to pick it over pumpkin pie because pumpkin pie is such a staple in my life, I feel like. So I'm going to go with pumpkin pie. That concludes the Thanksgiving this or that. Just a tiny little game. I wasn't going to do a podcast without one. You guys know how I love my games. That is that. And now I do want to finish with some advice. And because this is a holiday episode and we are all about giving thanks, my advice this week is give thanks to the people who helped you get to where you are today. Always be appreciative of your talents and never take them for granted. And make sure you say thank you to your teachers to your parents, if they're supportive of you, who have put you in classes all your life, and just any, like your voice teachers, your dance teachers, your acting teachers, your, if you're in a college right now, your professors who are helping you and molding you into the person slash performer that you are eventually going to be. Make sure to say thank you to them. 
because it's so important to have gratitude and be gracious in this career. Um, Nothing comes easy, nothing is handed to you, and it's all about the people you meet along the way. So make sure that you take in every moment and you're appreciative of everything, all the advice that you're given, and all of the things that you're learning, and say thank you. Always say thank you and give thanks to the people who are helping you be successful. Guys, that is the podcast. Short and sweet, maybe. I don't actually know how long this is until we edit it. But thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said at the beginning, you can find this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, which is that tiny little purple podcast that is already downloaded into your phone. It's all free. Go check it out. Um, And if you're on Spotify, if you would give this a download, that really helps me out. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review and a rating, that really, really does help me out. And I do love hearing from you guys. Let me know what musical you want me to review for next week. You can find me personally on Instagram at underscore Kelsey McFall, K-E-L-S-E-Y-M-C-F-A-L-L underscore. Or you can find me on TikTok at KelseyMC137. I've been having a lot of fun on the TikTok lately. Um, I'm just super quirky and weird on it, which is how I am in real life too, I guess. Check me out on those. And if you do, make sure to DM me and tell me that you came from the podcast because I'm really interested to know who's coming from the podcast and who's just following me off a whim. Um, But check me out on those. And uh, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving yesterday. I hope you have an even better Black Friday today, and Cyber Monday in a few days. Um, And have a great holiday season. I will be back next week with my regularly scheduled podcast. I will review a musical. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. I might have my guest host back if she agrees to do it. So um, if you liked Genevieve and the Once on This Island episode, uh, make sure you give her some love and uh, convince her to come back. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next time. Bye!